With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Let's join Bishop Kevin J. Foreman. Blizzard, of course, last night, our April was in, he, she was here yesterday, but uh, uh, she was ministering to the Red Lions, so, <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so that's all right, we're going to have a good time tonight, hallelujah, somebody shout out to God tonight, that's whack, I said shout out to God tonight, amen, and we thank God for Antonio, and he'll make sure you get his CD, don't you love that? See, for all of y'all that be, I got a video to show y'all on Sunday. For all of y'all that be, when, when I walk up to the car, you be trying to change your radio and all that because I'm trying to get it off 107.5, put it on 1220 or something. You can listen to that, and please understand, it is contemporary, but it can minister to you at the same time. So we salute you and thank you for that. Amen. Matthew 6, verse 25, when you have a shout out, I have it. Here we go. Therefore, <coughs> I say to you, who are we talking to? Uh, don't worry about your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you're going to eat, not about your body, nor what you're going to put on. Is not life more than, I could stop right there. The reason most of us don't live is because we think life is stuff. And as soon as I get that house, it's going to be on. I'm going to live. As soon as, soon as I get my man, everything's going to be better. Y'all ain't talking to me. As soon as my kids start acting right, then I'm going to be able to live. Then I'm going to be able to date again because, you know, I can't date because my kids. Or y'all ain't saying nothing. Is not life more than stuff? Food and the body more than clothing. Verse 26. Look at the birds of the air. They sow nor reap nor gather in the barns, yet your father feeds them. Well, the problem there is you got to understand that God is not just your sugar daddy. He is your daddy. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? So then why do you worry about stuff? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how not much more clothe you. Oh, you. He's telling your neighbor, you spiritual, but your neighbor. Verse 31, therefore, what? 
And, and, and watch this. He says, this is how you'll know you're worrying because you say this. What am I going to eat? What am I going to drink? What am I going to wear? When am I going to get married? When am I going to get that house? When is my kid going to run? He said, that's how you know that you ain't got faith because that's what you say. It's going to be hard tonight. I ain't going to get no runners, EJ. No runners. All right. That's all right. Preach business. Watch this. For after all these things, watch this, Gentiles seek. What is Jesus is talking to Jewish people. What is he saying? For all these things, folk without a covenant seek. Come on, you got to connect the dots. I've been teaching the covenant. But he says, for all these things, folks that ain't seeds of Abraham worry about. But since you're a seed of Abraham, why in the world are you worried about this stuff? Because your father knows all that you need all these things. He don't need you to give him a report when you pray. Father, you know, I really could use that house, you know, and all that, you know. And Father, you know, well, Obama's saying, no, he, he don't need your report. But seek. Can somebody say seek? First, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the stuff comes. Let me just paraphrase for you. This is the bishop version. All the stuff come with the kingdom. So if I get the kingdom, I got stuff. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own stuff. Some of y'all in here now trying to figure out how you're going to pay your bills because you know next week is the first and you're trying to figure stuff out. Got your calculator. You ain't even paying attention in worship. He's saying lift your hands. You're trying to calculate your bills. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Go to verse 33. Here it is. Seek what? First. The what? Kingdom of God. Not a boo. Girl, I've been watching him. No, I see. All right. Such a lady says, seek first the kingdom. Father, we do declare that tonight, as we've declared in the spirit and by faith tonight, that existing stops, living begins. Wherever we've ceased to exemplify the kingdom, tonight that changes. And I speak to these women. I declare that they are not uh, victims. They are not mistakes, Father, but they are victorious. And I declare by faith tonight, God, that there's some Debras rising up in this place tonight. I said there's some Debras rising in this place tonight. I declare that there's some mighty woman of God being birthed in this place tonight. And I declare that every plan that was set up against them, it shall not prosper. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now, before you sit down, I, we just need to just do this confession real quick. Because please understand, uh, as the song said and as Antonio was saying in the song, uh, we a lot of times deal with so many regrets. And I wish this would have happened, and I wish this would have happened, and I wish that would have happened. So, so let's just get that out the way. How, how about the, just, just say, Lord, I declare by faith I have no more regrets. Say, not one. They were just expensive lessons, but I learned from them. So I'm better. Not worrying about them. No regrets. Now, just look at the lady next to you and say, I am what I am. Take, take it or leave it. Take, take, take it or leave it. I am that that I am. Hallelujah. Be seated tonight. Father, I do decrease that you might increase. Speak now in Jesus' name. Somebody shout amen. 
Please understand, let me get into this tonight, and I want to teach this, and I want it to build, because I want us to get it tonight. And like I said, since it's intimate tonight, we're just going to have fun with it. Is that all right? I said, is that all right? Please understand this. Uh, uh, say no regrets. Please understand, th the problem that most folk have is that they live in something that has already happened. Uh, they live in yesterday, and so they cannot function in the newness of the day because they're still trying to eat yesterday's manna. Please understand, the children of Israel, the manna only lasted them one day. That's why Jesus, when he said how to pray, give us this day our daily bread. Please understand, you're in the same date as the lady next to you. You're not in the same day as the woman next to you. Because what you need to eat may not be what your neighbor needs to eat. Because man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that does proceed out of the mouth of God. So we may all be on March 27th in the date, but I'm on a different day than you. Because uh, Look at somebody say different day. The day I'm on is the day, please understand, where I enter into God's rest. Now, now stay with me. Stay with me. Please understand, uh, whether it's in Genesis or at the end of the Gospels, God is either on day three or day seven, one of the two. Either way, he says, it's finished or I'm done. In other words, God ain't getting ready to do nothing. So let me just help all of y'all that's watching everybody on TV and you turn around three times. God's getting ready to do something. He's done. All right. Okay. But the Lord is fitting to do. No, see. The problem is most folk live in a perpetual state of what God's getting ready to do. So nothing ever happens because they're already, they're always living in what might happen. Are you still here? When we understand that God's whole purpose after day six when he created man on day seven was that man might rest as a picture of him resting. What happens in the New Testament? God says, Christ says on the cross, he says, it is what? Finished. In other words, he says, Father, job accomplished. You sent me to redeem the world in one act of obedience. And in one act of obedience, it's finished. I saved them all. Say, entering into his rest. So when I understand that, the only way I enter into God's rest, which is really his, you know the word, shalom, his peace, where nothing is missing, nothing is broken, nothing is lacking, all is well. For me to enter into that, I first got to believe I deserve it. See, if you think you deserve a jacked up, messed up life where you're always stressed out, always running from bill collectors, always running from this relationship to this relationship, from this man, if you think that's what you deserve, then when God shows up to say, it's finished, you're going to look at him and say, it ain't. Because I got some stuff left to do. I want to, you know, I says, say real love. I says, love is compassion. And truth. And I'm going to go kind of slow tonight because I want us to get this. We're going we gonna, to we gonna mix it up tonight. I'm going to get in your Kool-Aid. Some of y'all got too much sugar in there anyhow. You know you put the whole half thing of sugar. wonder why your pressure is so high. Say real love. Uh, love is compassion and truth. Please understand. Uh, love, we say things like this. Love is, is, is blind. Uh, no, it ain't. Bible says God is love and God sees very well. Uh, love is not blind. 
Uh, please understand, what happens is, is the world tries to dictate to the church what love is supposed to be. And then they judge you predicated upon not the word of God, but predicated upon what they say love is. Well, you're a Christian. Ain't you supposed to just love everybody? Well, I love you, but love is compassion and truth. Tell somebody, say, he's going somewhere. Uh, please understand this. Uh, there are situations in your life that the reason you can't move out of them is because you're thinking that forgiveness means fellowship. So I've forgiven them, and so since I've forgiven them, doesn't that mean everything goes back to the way it was supposed to be? There's some stuff that when God put a period, you need to stop trying to change it into a comma. Do you understand that? Now, let me be very clear, because this Denver. Uh, I ain't talking about your husband, so don't go to your husband and I say, well, I forgive you, but there ain't going to be no fellowshipping. <laughs> Y'all ain't saying nothing. The me and us is just saying, uh-uh, that ain't going to work. Uh-uh, uh, that, 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 that ain't what I'm saying. Please understand, there is stuff that existed in the day you used to live in. But now you're entering into a new day. Please understand, hear me, hear me. There was stuff that was part of your dysfunction that you needed because it made you feel functional. But when you step into the newness of the day, you say, wait a minute, that may have been good for that day, but give us this day. So I need a new set of manna now. Meaning that, please understand, if your friends have not accelerated in the things of God, you may have been good for this day, but i got to leave you in that day because I'm in a new day. So if you're not wanting to pursue the things of God, i got to leave you back here. It's not that I'm mad at you, not that I think I'm better than you. I'm just in a different day than you because you're still existing. I'm ready to live. So now watch this. Watch this. Go, go, go to Revelation 3.19. Y'all got to help me now because I'm still on... I ain't even open. All right, here we go. Revelation 3.19. Here we go. You know, let me just take this off because I'm going to work tonight. We're going to work tonight. All right, watch this. Revelation 3.19. You got it? Here we go. Say real love. Uh, I'm going to help you understand how it is God works. Y'all ready? As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous or eager and what? Repent. Watch this. God says, the way I show you my love is I'll let you get in some situations where I can rebuke you and chasten you. Now, please understand. Please understand, Denver. Don't get it twisted. God doesn't give cancer to teach somebody a lesson. Don't, don't, don't misunderstand that. But God says, there's some situations I told you not to get in, but since you think you know so much, I'll let you walk right into that situation. Since I love you, I'll rebuke you from it, and I'll chasten you in it. I say real love. Now, 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 look at it. As many as I love. So please understand, if you love your children, you'll rebuke them and you'll chasten them. And here's how you know it works, because they're zealous to repent. You missed it. Please understand, you, David, please understand, David has some issues. But the reason David was able to be used by God is because David, every time he messed up, he was quick to run back home. And a few times he waited a little bit. But by and large, 
David mess up, he'd be back, Father! I'm glad, I'm exceedingly rejoicing. I will bless the Lord at all times. My souls will make his boast to the Lord. Then the very next psalm, Father, how could you let my enemies do me like this? I don't believe this. I'm running from, how's all this going? Selah. Say correction. Now, let me just do this. Please understand this. I, I just need to, to set the tone. Go to John 10. Uh, let me set the tone for this so you understand what my assignment is my assignment in the body of christ is to make the word real and relevant uh, number one as a father say father uh, the word father means life giver that's important because we're going to go through this thing and we're going to dissect some stuff and please by understand by the end of tonight you didn't you're going to need to sweat your little outfit out so you might as well get ready get your tissues ready because you're going to be snotting and tearing and all that See, in the old church, they used to do that. That's how they felt. That's how they thought you was changed. Because they said you need to purge. You know what I mean? They say purge. And they make you stay on the altar. Say, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. They say, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You know. Until they felt like you changed. Number two is that of an apostle. An apostle is a foundation layer. Please understand. And, and I'm, I'm setting the tone for where we're going in John 10. Number three is that of the prophet. Correction. Say correction. Uh, the prophet Amos 3, 7 says that the Lord does nothing except he first reveal his secrets to his servants, the what? The prophet. Watch this. Go to John 10. I'm going to help you now because a lot of folk been reading this scripture and they've been wondering why they've been rebuking the devil and he ain't going nowhere. 10 and 1. Most assuredly, I say to you, who, who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climb up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Verse 1 tells you what the thief is. It's anybody that gains access to your life, access to your ear, that God did not set there. That's the thief. Most assuredly, I say, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door. Well, Christ is the way, the truth, the life. He is the door. So now the thief and the robber is anybody that enters your life, but they enter without the permission of God. But he who enters the door... By the door is shepherd of the sheep. Watch this. Stay with me. To him the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and he leads them out. So what is he setting up? Jesus is saying, let me show you now the picture of how this whole thing is supposed to work so you understand when a thief shows up. Because please understand, the context here is of a shepherd. It's of somebody leading you or giving you direction. Please understand, the reason why some folk keep existing and not living is because their life is not a theocratic monarchy where Christ is head. Their life is a democracy where they get the vote and the opinion of everybody else around them before they move and what God has ordained. And they wonder why they can't make a decision because they're consulting everybody to see what they ought to do. Oh, it's all ain't saying nothing. So, so now watch this. Tell somebody, say, he's going somewhere. Uh, to him, the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. But they won't follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. What's this? Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke. And so Jesus said again to them, most surely I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All whoever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. Well, say with me, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and find pasture. But the thief. 
does not come except to, huh? Say it. But I have come that they, who's they? The sheep, may have life and may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Watch this. Let me sum that all up for you. What you are connected to is either bringing you life or stealing, killing, and destroying. There's some stuff in our lives and relationships in our lives and folk we keep around and we call it ministry, but you just really want to feel needed. Are you here? And please understand, if they are not bringing us life by default, does somebody say default? They are stealing, killing, and destroying. Why? Because the shepherd has the ear of the sheep. I need you to get this. Tell somebody say, stay with him. So anybody you allow to shepherd you or speak into your life is controlling the decisions you make. That's why the Bible says be led by the spirit. Because if I'm led by my flesh, my emotions will make me make some decisions. And I'll make permanent decisions from temporary locations and have bad results. Why? Because I let a thief come in and start getting my ear. No runners, huh? 